you guys. And today's episode is gonna be mysterious because today we'll get to know what happened when Grandma got the medicine given, made and given by George. So let's get started. Grandma sat hunched in her chair by the window. The wicked little eyes followed George closely as he crossed the room towards her. You're late, he snapped. I don't think so, I am, Grandma. Don't interrupt me in the middle of sentence, she shouted. But you'll finish your sentence, Grandma. There you go again, she cried, always interrupting and arguing. You're really a tiresome little boy. What's the time? It's exactly 11 o'clock, Grandma. You are lying as usual. Stop talking so much and give me my medicine. Shake the bottle first. Then pour it in the s'more and make sure it's a whole spoonful. Are you going to gulp it all down in one gulp? George asked her. Or will you sip it? What I do is none of your business, the old woman said. Fill the spoon. As George removed the cork and began very slowly to put the thick brown stuff into the spoon, he couldn't help thinking back upon all the mad and marvelous things that had gone into the making of this crazy stuff. The shaving soap, the hair remover, the dandruff cure, the automatic washing machine powder, the flea powder for dog, the shoe polish, the black pepper, horseradish sauce, and all the rest of them, not to mention the powerful animal pills and powders and liquids and the brown paint. Open your mouth wide, Grandma, and I'll pop it in. The old Ab opened her small wrinkled mouth, swallowing disgusting pale brown teeth. Here you go! George swallowed it down. He pushed the spoon well into her mouth and tipped the mixture down her throat. Then it sat back to watch the result. It was worth watching. Grandma yelled, Ow! And her whole body shot a whoosh into the air. It was exactly as though someone had pushed an electric wire through the underneath of her chair and switched on the current. Up she went like a jack in the box and she didn't came down. She stayed there, suspended in the midair, about two feet up, still in the sitting position, but right now, rigid, frozen, quivering, the eyes bulging, the hair standing straight up on end. Is something wrong, Grandma? George asked her politely. Are you all right? Suspended up in their space, the old girl was beyond speaking. The shock that George Marvel's mixture had given her must have been tremendous. You thought she'd swallow a red-hot poker the way she took off from the chair. Then she came again with a plop back into her speed. Call the fire brigade! She shouted suddenly, my stomach's on fire! It's just medicine! Grandma George said, it's good, strong stuff. Fire! The old woman yelled, fire in the basement! Get me a bucket! Man, the hose is! Do something quick! Cool it, Grandma, George said, but he got up a bit of a shock when he saw the smoke coming out of her mouth and out of her nostrils. Cloud of back smokes were coming out of her nose and blowing through the room. By golly, you are all really are on fire, George said. Of course I'm on fire, she yelled. I'll burn into a crisp. I'll be fried to a frizzle. I'll be boiled like a beetroot. George ran into the kitchen and came back with a jug of water. Open your mouth, Grandma, he cried. He could hardly see her for the smoke, but he managed to pour half a jug full down her throat. 
a sizzling sound, the kind you get over a frying pan under a cold tap, came from down, deep down in Grandma's stomach. The old hag bugged and she dismounted. She gasped and groggled. Spouts of water came shooting out of her and the smoke cleared away. The fire's out, George announced proudly. You'll be all right now, Grandma. All right? She asked. Who's all right? There's jacky jumpers in my tummy. There's squirrelers in my belly. There's bangers in my bottom. She began bouncing up and down in the chair. Quite obviously, she was not very comfortable. You'll find it's doing you a lot of good, that medicine, Grandma. George said. Good? She screamed. Doing me good? It's killing me. Then she began to boil. She was swelling. She was puffing all over. Some was were pumping her up. That's how it looked. Was she going to explode? Her face was turning from purple to green. But wait, she had a puncture somewhere. George could hear the hiss of escaping hair. She stopped swelling. She was going down. She was slowly getting thinner again, shrinking back and back slowly to her shiverly old self. How's thin, Grandma? George said, no answer. Then a funny thing happened. Grandma's body gave a sudden sharp twist and a sudden sharp jerk and she flipped herself clear out of the chair and landed neatly on her two feet on the carpet. That's terrific, Grandma! George cried. You haven't stood up like that for years. Look at you. You're standing on your own and you're not even using a stick. Grandma didn't even throw him. The frozen pop eye look was back with her now again. She was miles away in another world. Marvelous medicine, George showed himself. He found it fascinating to stand there watching what was it doing to the old hag. What next? He wondered. He soon find out. Suddenly she began to grow. It was quite slow at first, but at a very gradual inching upward, up, up, up inch by inch getting taller and taller about an inch every few seconds and in the beginning George didn't notice it. But when she had passed five foot six mark and was going up toward being six feet tall, George gave a jump and shouted, Hey Grandma, you're growing! You're growing up! Hang on Grandma, you better stop now or you'll be hitting the ceiling! But Grandma didn't stop. She was truly fantastic size ancient scrawny old woman getting taller and taller longer and longer thinner and thinner as though she were a piece of elastic being pulled upwards by invisible hands when the top of her head actually touched the ceiling george thought she was bound to stop but she didn't there was start of scrunching now and bits of plaster and cement came running down Hadn't you better stop now, Grandma? George said, Daddy just had his room repainted. But there was no stopping her now. Soon her head and shoulders had completely disappeared through the ceiling as she was still going up. George dashed downstairs to his own bedroom and there she was coming up through the floor like a mushroom. She shouted, finding her voice is left. Hooray! Here I come! Steady on, Grandma, George said, with a high nonny no, and up we go. 
she shouted. Just watch me grow. This is my room, George said. Look at the mess you are making. Terrific medicine. Give me some more. She's dirty as a doubtner, thought. Come on, boy, give me some more. She yelled. Dish it out. I'm slowing down. George was slit clutching the medicine bottle in one hand and the spoon in the other. Oh, well, he thought, why not? He put out the second dose and popped it into her mouth. She screamed and up she went again. Her feet were still on the floor downstairs in the living room, but her head was moving quickly towards the ceiling of the bedroom. I'm on my way now, boy, she called down to George. Just watch me go. That's epic, our you, Grandma, George called out. I'll keep out of there. It's full of bugs and bubbles. Crash! The old girl's head went through the ceiling as though it was butter. George stood in his bedroom gazing at the shambles. There was a big hole in the floor and another in the ceiling. And sticking up like a post between two of middle part of grandma, her legs were in room below, her head in attic. I'm still going, came the old screechy voice from up above. Give me a mother dose, my boy. Let's go through the roof. No, Grandma, no, George called back. You're busting up the whole house. Do heck with the house, she shouted. I want some fresh air. I haven't been outside for 20 years. By golly, she's going through the roof. George told himself. He ran downstairs. He rushed out of the back door into the yard. It would be simply awful, he thought, if he bashed up the roof as well. His father would be furious, and he, George, would get the blame. He had made the medicine. He had given her too much. Don't come through the roof, Grandma. He prayed, please don't. So that's all over this chapter. This was a fun Grandma is now as tall as a building and now she is about to go off the roof. And the blame will all go on George because he made the medicine. So, I hope that you liked the chapter and yes, don't try to make this medicine yourself at home. I'll meet you tomorrow in the next chapter. Till then, stay tuned, take care and bye-bye.